pull out the coupe at the lot. Told him for a 12 for a swap. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the 80s. One. Hey everybody, welcome to the beef. It's your coach, James. With Jake. Happy Wednesday. God, it's already September. Jake, what's going on, man? Well, you know, same old, same old. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Same old, same old. I'm alive, um, so all good. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but wake me up with September ends, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, you know, let's get it started. Uh, we're back. <laughs> Yeah. With another episode, episode ninety one, FFOE. Um, what does that mean? Don't know. Fancy football over everything. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, you know it's fancy football season. So Usually you know, it's God, God over that everything. Move. Which kids, if you're listening, God isn't real. But Dear FFOE. God, well, okay. Pause. Um, uh, I <laughs> don't. Uh, Jake's an atheist. Uh, me on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's move on from that topic. Let's talk about um, the best uh, team. In the beer, and that is the San Francisco yep, the 49ers. Sounds earthquake. So let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> no, joking. Okay, the Santa Clara earthquakes. Uh, we made this joke last week, but it's like a running joke now <laughs> and forever. Um, injuries are starting to pile up. Uh, for those who don't know, the 49ers, since Shannon has come to the 49ers, the injury bug has stayed with us uh, since he started and has not gone away. And it again has hit us from the start. Of training camp and till right now that we're talking about um starting with some big ones obviously kill with a hamstring um uh, hopefully he'll be there they're saying he'll be fine he's gonna hopefully start uh, practicing this week so you know hopefully just take it easy on that guy um you should also hamstring injury so we have a untested free agent uh out of fresno hulk not hulk it's like hulk or something like that fullback getting all those reps as a as a rookie, stuff like that, and obviously Brandon Ayuk is, you know, has been has has had that injury um, and stuff like that, and just like little things. Also, Greenlaw with isn't concussion protocol, so that kind of stuff is just it's just like these little things. All the starters are starting to get all of these injuries, but um, obviously that happened last year, and look at where we ended up still in the Super Bowl. But um, Jake, are you are you worried at all or or not? I thought I was gonna sneeze there. Um. No, I'm not worried. Just because this is like a crazy year that there wasn't any like off season stuff where they could like get kind of used to like running a lot and getting ready for the season. Where now they're doing it all like 100%. And there's going to be more injuries because they didn't have time to get ready and like condition themselves already. So that was kind of right, tough with like right. team practices and stuff. So injuries are going to happen. None of them are serious. Um, funny how we say none of them are serious when a guy has a concussion, but he should be fine. Uh, none of them are serious that they're out for the season, except for, um, what's his name? Jalen Hurd, or Jalen Hurt. Jalen Hurd, uh, he's out for the season of ACL. That's a terrible uh, joke. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> well, there's a guy That's named Jalen Hurts. Well, yes. <laughs> who also got hurt because he made a, cause someone made a tackle on him, like a receiver tried to tackle No, 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 no. That was Jalen Rieger that got hurt. Oh, too many Jalens in this world. Let's, come on, let's be more... Let's get let's get a different name out there, huh? Yeah, well, like Jake, nice dude. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, so the injury is not concerned because none of them are like long term, except for Jalen Hurd. Um, so it's 
yeah, it sucks, but it shouldn't really affect the season. It may affect like week one or two, uh, probably week one mostly, um, but none of them are long term, so it's pretty good. Absolutely, I 100% agree. Yeah, they didn't have that offseason workout like you were saying, where people are starting to, you know, someone get start getting bulked up, getting ready for the season, speed drills and stuff like that. So, with like little contact and stuff like that with training camp with no pads and then putting on the pads just like a couple days later, people are going to get hurt. That's, that's how it's going to happen. That's football. Um, but again, like you said, not not, it's not, a, not a lot of stuff is uh, serious except for Jalen Hurd. I mean, obviously, Debo Samuel is probably the most uh, serious. Hopefully, we see him week oh, one. Yeah, but, I um, He'll be back, though. He'll be back. No, no worries about him. Um, but again, with the hamstring injuries and stuff like that, which I hate because that shit can be living, ling- can be lingering throughout the season. Um, hopefully that shit doesn't. But um, we'll see. Oh, another guy that's also hurt. God, I didn't even read it on my thing. Kwan Williams. But they're slowly bringing him back, which is great to see. I saw that this week. Um, I think Kinlaw House also had an injury, but it was like a one-day, two-day thing. So they're slowly bringing them back. Kwan Williams, best slot corner in the league. Quote me on that. Um, yeah, I can't name you another slot quarter, so I'll take your word on it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, just guys, hopefully, just bring that back early. Two more, less than, less than two weeks. I think it's eight days next now, week. nine days now, next, until we get yeah. the season. Next uh, next Thursday. So, yeah, I mean, we're almost there. Let's go! Football's back, baby! Um, but, yeah, so I'm getting excited. It's almost that time, but... um. Another thing to just another thing to remind people that um, COVID nineteen still out there. Uh, maybe not in Danville or you know, and some of the nicer areas in the world or in the Bay Area. Sorry, um, you know, COVID doesn't exist. But um, yeah, wear your mask still, because uh, as you can see, for those who don't know, uh, Fred Warner actually landed on the COVID uh, COVID list. Um, like I was saying, no one is clear of COVID. COVID's still now, out there. Now on that, we don't know if he has COVID or he came into contact with someone who has COVID. They can't say because of Uh legal reasons. It's a rule, yeah. It's a rule that they can't say that if he was, like you said, or he came in contact. Only he can say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, we don't know. I think I I was listening to another podcast. um, The longest, the average day, days a person has been on the list is eight and a half days. So always the week one's coming up soon. He's been on the list for about two days now. Yeah. Um. But I think the longest someone's been on the COVID list is 34 days. It's some guy in a Jaguars, and I don't know who that is, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's the longest Jaguars. it's been. But um, hopefully it's nothing's. Hopefully everything comes back comes back negative. I mean, hopefully, you know, COVID sucks. So hopefully it just it's just chill. Wait, this but, negative um, is bad, right? Yeah, the negative is good. Positive is bad. Okay. Yes, yes, like the yes. Michael Scott thing. Parents, like the Michael correct. Scott thing. Apparently, positive means yeah. It's good. It's bad, which makes no sense. <laughs> right, right, right. But um, yeah. Um, let's move on to some good things that are happening during training camp, and starting with uh, Jordan Reed finally beginning able to pad up. Uh, did you see it? Did you see the the one on ones that he was going through? Yeah, uh, he looked pretty good. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Um, obviously going up against, I think two reps were against Kwasi Tart and Kwasi one and. I mean, being biased here, obviously, being one of the better safeties in the league. Um, He's all right. And Jordan Reed just absolutely just going at him, catching every single thing that's thrown to him. Um, it's nice to see. Obviously, I've been we've been preaching every single every single time Jordan Reed does something. The twenty one personnel is going to be insane. 
this year. Just let everyone know. Just want to let everyone know that the 21 personnel, the 49ers are going to be running are going to be, it's going to be insane. Especially if Jordan Reed stays healthy throughout the entire season. Yeah, It'd be an apt deal for us as well. Give us um, 20th concussion. <laughs> 28th concussion. But um, seven documented. You never know. He might have 50. I, I might mean, have 1,000. Dude, people in NFL, people in high school, people in college, you know, People don't say they have concussions. They, they you know, I got a concussion once. I, was, I got a really bad one. When I was six years old, we were at the elementary school park playing basketball. My dad had the ball, so I jumped on his back. And he, like, then, like, he went backwards, and I hit my head right on Super Bowl Sunday. It was the Rams Patriots. We just have, like, barbecued ribs. I was so excited. Then I couldn't, like, see straight for, like, six months. <laughs> and I think it's affecting oh. me to this day. Oh, Thomas Franco. Hey, but maybe it's made you smarter because now you can do math really well. So you never know. Yeah, ask me a question. Watch, watch this. Watch this, everyone. Ask me a question. What's 11 times 11? No, I don't know. That's like a thousand, a hundred, hundred and one thousand or something. I don't know. Oh, so you want like a question that you've done, done already? Right, yeah. Right, right, right. An easier okay. one. Easier one. Go. Uh, count from 100 down by three. 97, uh, Easy prayer. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Reed has even come out to say that um, he's blessed to be on the 49ers, obviously. Well, yeah. Being with the racial Washington, racial, I mean, uh, Washington football team, excuse football my team. language. Um, obviously, being with the 49ers, he wanted to come to a team with, you know, a better, a better team that's not a better, better culture, obviously, than the, uh, yeah. the football team in Washington. So um, it's good to see that. Obviously, he'll make the best of it. Obviously, like I said, and you've been saying, he stays healthy. No more concussions or any other injuries to anyone on the team. I did, so, though, in my Madden franchise, just being a, just doing Madden franchise stuff. I did trade for a second-round pick, so that was pretty nice. Yep. Some, wow. some idiot team is like, yeah, sure, here. Here, take it. Thanks. But, yeah. So, um, but, yeah. Obviously, um, week one's coming upon us. Um September 13th, Sunday, Arizona Cardinals, counting down the the days uh, to that. But let's talk about one more topic about the 49ers. I have a question for you. If Brandon Ayuk stays healthy the entire season, will he have a better rookie season than Debo Samuel had last year? What are your thoughts? How many yards does Debo Samuel have total? I'm looking it up. For those who are listening, I'm looking it up right now, so I don't think I'm not. But he had 802 reception yards for 57 shit, 57 receptions for 802 yards and three touchdowns, just receiving wise. Rushing wise, he had 14 rushes for 159 yards. So 159 plus 802 is 961. I'm gonna say. No, Ayuk is not going to have a better season than what Debo had last year, because that's a lot of yards. Why is for, that? That's a lot of yards for a rookie receiver. And Debo, meaning Debo, yeah, had a Debo, really good yeah, standout, right? Yeah, and I for Ayuk, 
I think if he gets like 800 yards, like combined, that's good. Um, but for rookie receivers, it's really hard um, to like break out and get a thousand yards. The only one who did it last year was AJ Brown, I believe, on the Titans, where he yep. was like a second round pick too. Who's he's also really good too, uh, but he was like the only rookie to get a thousand yards, I believe. So it's like really tough DK, for that to yeah. happen. Yeah, a thousand yards. DK Metcalf was really close. But again, like you said, it's kind of hard to, as a rookie, to get that thousand yards, especially if you're doing well. People are going to start, you know, doubling you and stuff like that. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, DK Metcalf had, what did he have? Like, he had like nine hundred something though, or eight hundred. He was up there. Yeah, he had nine hundred yards, and what was the guy I said? The Titans. AJ Brown. Oh yeah, AJ Brown. Both from Old Miss too. AJ Brown, who's younger than me. Had like, come on, show me the, st- show me the stats. God damn it, he had. I don't care about his info. He had fifty-two catches for a thousand and fifty-one yards. Jesus, and wow, eight touchdowns. Only fifty-two catches. Yeah, and eight touchdowns. So it, that's like one of the best oh rookie. Gosh. It's one of the best rookie like receiving seasons since like Odo Beckham. He had a lot of he had a lot of receptions that went like uh, like he was catching he run a lot like far I think he had like a game where he only had three catches he had ninety one like yards fifty yards he had a ninety one yard catch yes exactly he seventy five percent of his catches were for first downs twenty plus receiving yards really twenty plus receiving catches like twenty yard plus receptions and eight forty yard receptions. He's wow. pretty good. <laughs> that's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. And he's Jeez. better than their first round wide receiver they drafted a couple years ago, Corey Davis. Corey Davis, yeah, Corey Davis. It also goes to show that don't draft the receiver in the first round because more <laughs> often than not, it takes him longer than it does a second round pick for some reason. I never know. Like I mean, you go honestly, through history, just... like Debo Samuel. Jesus Christ, I'm popular. Sorry, Debo Samuel, oh. like. Who was a first round receiver last in, in Samuel's class? Nikhil Harry. And Nikhil Harry was one. Oh wow, was he? Yeah, he was like the last pick to the Patriots. Um, I and he has not. I think he. I think he got hurt, which is kind of the reason why he didn't really break he out. Hurt. Yeah, he wasn't hurt. But even he like wasn't during like the, the even during the season, he still has some troubles like getting. A, Acclimated to like the NFL season, whereas Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, all were almost at a thousand yards each, while he was like kind of struggling for that. While I mean, it's not their fault; it's the team's fault for drafting a particular. Yeah, which guy, goes right? to show, like, I'm not saying don't draft a receiver in the first round. Like, don't draft a running back in the first round. I'm not saying, oh, this is a stud receiver, can't draft them first round. I'm wait to the second. <laughs> no, you draft them. But it's gonna be more of a learning curve for them. Some for some reason, like I have no, I have no reason to say like I have no like concrete evidence. I have no concrete evidence like to say. (laughs) But it feels like because first round draft picks have some troubles getting acclimated to the NFL receiving wise for some for some odd reason. Maybe because people focus in on them, not really much on the second round picks, the late round picks for that. Well, they might just focus on them more than what they do usually. But for some reason, the past couple of years, it's shown that second-round receivers are better than the first-round receivers. And Unless you're OBJ. 
unless you're OBJ, he's like the outlier. Um, I, I tend not to bring him up to hurt my argument because that's what I, I want to be right. <laughs> so that's what I do for right, that. Right, 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 um, right, right. But to go back, we'll get off this topic in like a couple seconds. But I, mean, I still have something to say, but yeah. I can okay, okay. I'll, but yeah, go I'll ahead. be on this topic. What's your last thing? Yeah, the only receiver, Marquise Brown with the Ravens is drafted, and so was Nikhil Harry. Marquise Brown, I think he had, he was really good last year. He had. He got hurt last year. Well, he only year, had 46 though. catches for 584 yards, but he, he got hurt, hurt, right? He was hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. He played. And he also ke- added some muscle this this, this offseason. So he played. Well, hopefully four, it's better. Yeah, he played 14 games, started 11. Like, that's typically a good rookie season. For a receiver, forty-six catches, yeah. five hundred eighty-four yards, and like a couple touchdowns. He had seven, but like let's say like two or three for a rookie receiver. That's really good. But if we're asking if I was gonna be better than Debo Samuel had eight hundred yards, I tend to go that he's gonna be more in the five hundred to six hundred yard range receiving wise. But we'll have a couple like a hundred yards, one hundred fifty yards in rushing. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think. I agree. I think he won't have a better season than Debo Samuel's because one for one part, Debo was like he became the main focus of the offensive receiving core last season because there was not as many reliable receivers as there were last season. Yeah, it was only him and Kendrick Bourne until they got Sanders, and that was basically it. Him, Kendrick Bourne, and Sanders, right? Even Bourne was and even Bourne was. So you had those three guys, right? You had those. Yeah, and even Bourne wasn't like. And then you come into this season again. A shit ton of receivers. Obviously, KB having. A better, hopefully, gonna have a better year. He's having a great offseason. Trent Taylor's back. You add Jordan Reed. Obviously, Debo Samuel's hurt, but hopefully, he'll be back in the coverage coming games. Those are four guys that you can rely on in the passing game, yeah. not alone, just Ayuk by himself. Yeah. So, I mean, the the ball's gonna be spread out more. That's why. And, he's then, not you, have a and then you add here. Jarek McKinnon, another guy who can cast it back, uh, catch the ball out of backfield, or even line up in the slot. So, I mean, you add those many pieces back, or you you just add them. Offensive pieces, and including Ayuk. Ayuk is like, what is not at the top, or not even at the two or three. He's like now. Obviously, he yeah. had a great training camp. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I mean, according to Matt Mioka, he had one of the best training camps before he got hurt. So he could have been the, the he could have started become the core the core focus. But I'm just saying, the ball's gonna be spread out a lot more. He's not gonna get as much yardage unless he's like, yeah, just same. crazy good, right? Just insanely good. I'm not saying he can't. He can't be, but I'm just saying, if he does, that'd be great. But now, I mean, like you were saying, like yeah. a good rookie season, better than Debo Samuel's last year, the 800, 900 combined. Like I said, I can see like a 600, 700 yard season, but I mean, I don't think he'll have a better season than Debo Samuel. Now he may, now he may become the better receiver immediately than what Debo Samuel was last year, but statting wise, I don't think he's going to be at that level because, again, as you said, he was one of the only main counted upon targets and even he struggled a little bit in his rookie season too before they got emmanuel sanders he was struggling a little bit when they got emmanuel sanders his career really took off that's because that's when he became really good so Ayuk may not have better rookie stats than debo but he could be a better receiver than debo samuel yeah you never know obviously time will tell well, hopefully these both are just you know healthy for this season so we can see those guys in action for sure yep but yeah well, that's for 49er talk. Let's talk about something that's special in our heart. And that is... The San Jose Earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> and that is fantasy football, baby. Um, 
man, fantasy football, love fantasy football. <clears throat> um, Jake and R, Jake and R, <laughs> Jake and I are in a league this year. Uh, not on the same one as last year. Nope. Um, thank God because um, I'm not gonna say anything. There are some people in that league who did not know how to do trades or had any oh, idea God. what fair trades were. Here, let me give you Giovanni Bernard for Mark Ingram. Here, Thoughts? let me give you these. Let me give you these three insert shit players for your insert stud. Like, um, no. How about I give you nothing, none of that, and you? Hey, nothing. And why you just argue about yourself the entire time? Why yeah, you good. get off? Pause. But, um, pause. 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 Yeah. Pause, pause. Shout out, shout out, Justin, who's our league manager. Um, we're in a league. Uh, me, a couple of our friends, Swig, uh, is also in this league. Yeah, he got last pick because uh, that's what he deserves because he's the last type. <laughs> I think in this league, um, I have the second pick. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Do you? <laughs> I have a second pick in this in this draft. Jake is uh at four. Four, right? four, 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 four. Which kind of sucks because I miss out on the three top res- running backs. Too early to draft the quarterback. Kind of too early to reach for a receiver. So I'm gonna reach for a running back. Interesting. Well, it, well, let's talk about it. So my question, our, our first talk about discussion is, in your opinion. What is the best, not the entire draft, but like the first couple rounds? What's your best strategy in your opinion? Picking from the spots that we have right now, what 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 would you do? Like, what's the best thing possible for you? Like, what would you do? <laughs> well, for me, I'm definitely going kicker round one. Uh, I think Justin Tucker <laughs> could be a solid option there at the kicker spot, especially round one. If you don't go kicker round one, you're pussy. I'm going kicker round one. <laughs> Justin Tucker is going to be my guy. Um, I don't like to pigeonhole, pigeonhole myself, but it's going to be a kicker. Then the next pick is going to be a defense. Obviously a defense. You need to get that defense going. Maybe the Niners, maybe the Patriots. Don't know. But round one and two, kicker and punter. I mean, kicker and uh, defense. If you want to draft the punter, go ahead. Punters are punters are people too, as Bridge Eisen once said. So that's my breakout. That's my f- best strategy. But no, but seriously, best strategy is... To wait on a quarterback until round four, maybe three or four, uh, depending on when the quarterback run starts. Uh, but not in the first round. Never Once in the first, first round. that first quarterback is taken, if the quarterback run just begins. Yeah. Maybe crazy. Lamar Jackson could be a first round guy because he is basically a running back. Like I, I'm not saying he's a running back because he plays quarterback. I'm saying because he, he has like a thousand yards running, rushing, and touchdowns too from that. That's big. That's That, that helps you out. You get... Like 10 points for 100 yards, you get six points for a touchdown. Then you also get his passing and his passing touchdowns. So he's basically a running back slash quarterback in that sense of the in that sense of the equation. That makes sense. But so you could go him round one because he's basically the best of both worlds. But don't go quarterback until the you don't want to you don't want to go in the quarterback run you don't want to pick a quarterback when the run is like on the downhill on the downhill. You want to go when it's you want to like, be at the beginning. Yeah, like let's say like a guy picks, let's say Swood picks a quarterback, for example, in like round two, <sighs> round three, quarterbacks are gonna be flying off the board. So get one in round three if that happens there. Takes one in round four, start from round four, and then the down the downhill like an avalanche, all the cracks would be gone and be stuck with Ryan Tannehill. It's actually not that bad. Just don't, just, just don't be like your dad who picked the yeah who picked basically three quarterbacks and then every quarterback. Oh, trade bait! Oh, trade bait! Yeah, and he that was the dumbest. Like none of the trade bait worked because nobody wanted <laughs> Philip Rivers. But yeah, make sure to draft the quarterback around three or four, depending on when the quarterback run starts. 
Um, yeah. Round one for me is between running back and receiver. Um, oh, so you're not you're not like a round one. I'm always picking this position kind of guy, huh? No, I don't like to pigeonhole myself, as Farhan Zaidi once said. Um, pick the best player available. So it could be a receiver, it could be a running back, but it won't be a quarterback, won't be a tight end. Kickers wait till like round the last couple rounds. Defense, defense, you can go round eight uh, because it's the Niners' defense last year had like I think like five games of thirty points or something like that, which is insane. Uh, so you want to go, you want to get the best defense you can, uh, but don't overdraft. Best the best strategy, don't overdraft. Interesting. Mm. Well. How I usually do it, obviously, uh, a guy with uh, a top five pick. Um, obviously, this is a 12-man league, too. I, I'm like one through five. If I'm picking there, I'm always picking a running back, no matter what. Obviously, you have to get a top-tier back in fantasy football. It's going to save you. And then I, I, I like to go three straight receivers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Um, I want to get my two receivers. I want to get a solid flex. That's how I want to be. And then I'll get like a, a solid running back two and three. Because, because I have a top-tier running back one, hopefully that guy counts for 20-plus points every week. That's, you know, quote-unquote what I'd love to happen every single week. But, you know, sometimes it's a habit, sometimes it's don't. But obviously having those good receivers, they can have a good game. They can account for the other points and stuff like that. And that's how I usually go. Um, I'm a big quarterback waiting guy. Um, when the run happens, I mean, if it happens, it happens. Uh, we'll see if it happens this draft. Um, I might go a little lower and, you know, might surprise people with my pick, but we'll see how that goes. I'm not going to say what I'm going to do. Um, but I mean, no one's going to do you like, do, do you like drafting in the front or in the back end? I like the middle. Really? Like, like in a 10 man league pick five. Pick six. 12 man league, pick eight, pick seven. Around there. So it's not that long of a wait, but you're in the middle of each round, basically. I, you know, I'm either a front end guy or the back end guy kind of pick because I like doing the back to back or like close picks. I, that's just, that's just my opinion. I feel like it's just. I'm going to pick this guy, I'm going to pick that guy. Just like that, you know? That's just how I like to do it. Ooh. I, I've. I I've never, honestly, I've never really picked in the middle either. I mean, I picked like eight, like in a 12-man league and seven and stuff like that, but like not a lot. I think I know most I'm going to pick. I'm either like in the front. Most of the time, I'm in the front, to be honest. I don't know why that happens every year. I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm always like usually top five pick. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, well, you know, it's good for me. I know who I'm picking. Who? Out four? Are you talking at four? Who are you picking at four? A mix between Nick Chubb or, if he's there, Justin Tucker. No, I'm joking. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry? Dear God. He led, he led the NFL in rushing last year. He did. He did. He did. He did. He did. He, did, he, had, he did. I think he had, like, what? Yeah, keep talking. I'll try to figure it out. Derrick Henry. But, um... Obviously, everyone has their own draft strategy. He had 1,500 yards last year. <laughs> and 16 <laughs> touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns or total touchdowns? Rushing. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> can't catch, but... Maybe yeah, he, he cannot can, catch so. for his life. 
but um, he can run the fucking football. That's for sure. He's a. He had two touchdowns last year receiving. It's not bad. I think I have an idea. Or maybe, I, or maybe I, maybe I want you guys to pick Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb, only for them to fail. Maybe no one would know. <laughs> I mean, no Nick Chubb's hurt, so I don't know. If... What? Hey, pick him though. Hey, yeah, go ahead, pick Nick him. Ch- uh, how hurt is Nick Chubb? Just <laughs> gonna throw a wrench. All right, let's move on from that strategy. Let's move on to who's going to be your uh, breakout fantasy player this year, Jake? Um, who's gonna surprise everybody? If you have one. Josh Jacobs. He's going to go from pretty good to upper echelon elite tier running back for fantasy. Okay. I like that. I like year that. two. He's definitely a power hill runner, but I mean, he catches the ball. They're saying he can catch, he's going to catch more balls this year, but we'll see if that actually happens. I mean, Captain check down over there in, uh, in Las Vegas. Full yeah, Captain, full. I can't read her defense and throw the ball 10 yards <laughs> downfield. Yeah. Captain, I'm going to throw it away on fourth down. Captain, yeah, I'm going to end the game, not try to throw it in the end zones. I'm so afraid <laughs> of interceptions. Man. Derek Carr is the worst quarterback. No, he's not the worst. Derek Carr is one of the most overrated quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh, Derek Carr, Derek Carr. He's ass. Anytime you're scared to throw the ball on fourth down and goal, and you want to throw it away so you try to throw it into the end zone, to me, you're a You're a bitch. <laughs> um okay, my breakout. Um or breakout or uh whatchamacallit, comeback player for me is gonna be David Johnson. I think um him going from Arizona, which his job was kinda of taken away from him. He's not hitting him not fitting that scheme if I with Cliff uh Clingsbury back to where um him being with Deshaun Watson, I mean, obviously no D-hop there, uh, but now you have Brandon Cooks, you have Will Fuller on an offense where he, I think he can flourish in there. Um, running behind Larry Tunsil and stuff like that, catching the ball out of the backfield. Hopefully, he goes back to that 1,000-1,000. I'll never trust him again. I drafted, him, I drafted David Johnson number one in a league once within – the first quarter, out for the season, fractured wrist. That was the year after he went a thousand, a thousand. Yes. <laughs> never drafted him again. Which, never want to look at him again. You, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, but I think he has a better season this year than obviously <coughs> the past two years. Um, Hopefully, right I mean, it's not that it's okay. not a lot of stats to overcome to be better than the last two years for David Johnson. <laughs> well, be, top ten player, maybe a top fifteen. No. No. Maybe top 15 running back. Top 15 player? No. What? No. There's no shot in hell he's going to be a top 15 player. A breakout player of the year! My my comeback player, since you didn't tell me that, we can go that route. It's going to be, for me, Jarek McKinnon. I think McKinnon's going to catch 40 to 50 passes, run the ball about maybe... 95 to 100 times, get a couple touchdowns from each side, get up to 500, get up to maybe 600 total yards. Um, it's a solid flex option there. Or 800 total, 800 total yards because 600 for like 600 for like 140 touches isn't that good, but 800 for 140 touches. <laughs> you're seeing something there. <laughs> you're getting a return on investment. And you never know. 
We'll see how it goes. Take a chance. Make a change and break away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but um, obviously, the consensus number one pick in fantasy this year, if you're smart. Yep, Justin Tucker. Harrison Bucker. <laughs> no, realistically, it's Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers. Had a tremendous season last year, led the league, or led, led in fantasy football. Um, is he going to do another 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000 year? If he's there at two, you're picking him, right? If he's there at two, I'm 100% picking okay. him, no, no matter what. Who has the first pick? Um, I think it's uh, I think it's Ramsey. Yeah, you know, he's, it's one he's of going I think he's it might be him. Him. him, but I, if he's there at two, yeah, easy. One second on the clock goes by. I'm I'm picking Christian McCaffrey no matter what. <laughs> second um, comes. Just, yeah. yeah, just second go, click. That's it. He's queued up and everything. Um, but yeah, is he going to produce like last year? I think he had like 340 points. I think. I think he'll come close. Um, obviously coming to a, getting a new new coach, a new quarterback, um, and Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Bridgewater and then Matt uh, Rule as their head coach. Um, they added they they added a lot of more defense, f- uh, football's perspe- perspective, defensive wise in the draft. Uh, let their offense do their thing. They added Roby Anderson in the off season. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They only drafted so, defense. Yeah, they, that's what I was saying. They only drafted oh, defense. Wow. Well, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, obviously he'll be that workhorse guy. I mean, obviously running the ball, he'll catch passes. He's going to get all that. He's going to get all the targets and touches and stuff like that. So, I mean, will he, he'll have all that volume to produce as much as he did last year. Will, will he replicate his last year? I think he will. I think he'll have a really good season. He almost had he almost had 1,000, 1,000 two years ago. I think so. I think he had 1,000, 1,000 last year. Yeah, he um, did. He had, let's see. Will look stats. up the stats? Last year um, he had 1,387 yards rushing, 1,005 yards receiving, Two years ago, he had almost 1,100 yards rushing and 867 yards receiving. So yeah, almost back to back already. He has about. had he has had back to back 100 yard catch season. I mean, 100 reception seasons. That's really good, especially because we're in PPR. If uh, <laughs> oh god, that's 100 points right there. God, he should have. the Niners should have drafted him. Shut up. Over so, oh, can you imagine McCaffrey with Kittle and <laughs> holy? Yeah, I do. I can imagine a lot of things, but um. Or Alvin Kamara. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Oh, that would been a good. But, uh, that would been a good. Uh, what was it called? Transition. Like, yeah. Now we're talking about Alvin Kamara. Okay, keep going. <laughs> but um, do you think he'll have a, a a good season or what? He's gonna have a good season. Just the injury thing. I hope he doesn't get injured. Hope he stays healthy because you want you want the good players to stay healthy. You want every player to stay healthy. Um, basically, uh, you don't want any like demoralizing injuries to them. Uh, right. So you want them all to be healthy. Except if they're playing, except except if they're playing your team, you want everyone to be healthy. But for the most part, he's gonna. I think he's gonna maybe not overproduce what he did last year, or have a better season than what he did last year. Because last year one of the best, the best uh, like seasons for running back in like NFL history. I think it was a top ten fantasy season for sure. Yeah, but I think he's gonna be pretty good. Well, he's gonna be pretty good. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna. He's gonna exceed. His draft positioning, if that makes sense. How can you see the number one spot? Uh, he could be better, you know. <laughs> like LeBron, LeBron exceeded number one, the number one spot when he was drafted. But on this podcast, it's fuck LeBron, unless you're Revis. Then we love LeBron, but everyone else, LeBron sucks. But 
I think to get back to the topic, McCaffrey's going to be pretty good this year. He's going to be. He's going to have a thousand yards receiving. I mean, thousand yards rushing. He may have like eighty-five to ninety yard, ninety catches, and like probably nine hundred to nine hundred fifty yards receiving. I think he still. I think he goes three years in a row, hundred yard catches, hundred catches in a season. But they do have. Be, they do have better. Be they do have better targets this year. They have Robbie Anderson, and that's it. So yeah, he's gonna get hundred. He's gonna get hundred receptions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's move on to like you were saying uh, that soft uh, transition. But let's do a hard transition here into to talk about Alvin Kamara and the Saints, in which he hasn't been practicing the last couple days. But supposedly he's practicing today. And supposedly he was um, at the facility for two days. He was what? Not at the facility. No, he was at the facility. Someone said he wasn't, but then Rabbit Report said he was. I think unless I got that wrong. I don't know. I just know that a trade rumor came up that he was on the block because they, they were not close on the dra- the um, contract extension. He wasn't happy and stuff like that, and he was on the block. And it's kind of scary with the draft coming up with us, especially if you have a lower draft position like four or five, depending if you want to take Camaro or not. But um, what's the impact on that? There was a tweet. I saw. How will that affect you on your draft? Because I mean, you're drafting that position. I mean, he better. Are you, you going to draft him if he's available? Are you taking? If I draft him, his ass better be at the facility week one, ready to play, or I'm going to be <laughs> pissed. I don't know. I mean, if it gets, I think it's going to get resolved. I heard that they're on, they're doing contract negotiations, and that they're somewhat close to a deal. Um, but if that gets, if that gets taken care of, I'm going to draft them. If it doesn't get taken care of, I might, I might worry on the side of caution and goes in a different direction but i might just say you know what risk it but this is a money league so i might not risk it it just depends on the situation thank you for the biscuit right absolutely absolutely um, then if you're a big handcuff guy latavius murray's stock is going up so and he does pretty well i hate Lata- when- i hate those vultures that come in oh first to go from the two murray you're in no what murray, no 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 there, kamara dude. you stay in kamara goes to- Kamara can have a ninety-eight, like a ninety-seven-yard run from the, the opposed, like their own one-yard line, down to the two or something like that. Like, all right, Murray, you're in. Like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> let him get the touchdown. And also, oh, yeah. there's this tweet. There was a tweet that said when the Kamara news came available, it was pro football fan slowly, slowly convinced itself their favorite team could trade for star player upon hearing he's available. Which was correct because the moment I heard he was available, like Shanahan Niners, can he be, can he be a fit? You could cut Coleman, you could trade Moster, you can cut M- McKinnon. I have that much of a cap hit. Get him! And I was like, you know, what? they won't be able to get him because he's gonna want like eight, $80 million. He wants, he wants some McCaffrey money. He wants sixteen million a year. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, he wants he wants anyway. like a Kittle deal. Yeah. So oh, I don't know if we have that kind of money, but um, you can make it work. But cap uh, cap isn't real, so yeah, I mean, we can make real. it happen. Absolutely. But um. Yeah, obviously going to invent the draft. Hopefully it gets resolved before Saturday. We'll see how that works. Um, but yeah, if you jump in first overall, good luck. If he doesn't have a deal yet, we'll see how that goes for you. But I mean, he's still a good back, no doubt. I mean, running and catching-wise, he hasn't had those 1,000 yards, stuff like that. But um, he's definitely a viable option. Um, but yeah. What was his best season? I think his second year, he had a really good season. He's never had 1,000 yards rushing. And his most receiving yards in a year was his rookie season, 826. Uh, looking at his stats, I thought he was better than what he is, stat-wise. Now, I know he's a great player, but that, part of that is because of Mark Ingram. Part of that's because they have Latavius Murray. 
But I used to have Mark Ingram. So it's not that fair to say, oh, stats don't show he's that great of a player. But the way he's talking about himself, I thought he was like McCaffrey level. He's not McCaffrey level. There's McCaffrey, 20 rings, then there's Kamara, then there's everyone else, I think. What do you mean 20 rings? Like there's like McCaffrey, 20 things of nothing. Then in the 21st ring, there's Alvin Kamara. You mean Frank? Yeah, that's what I said. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm rank. Sure. Uh, 21st yeah, rank definitely. is yeah, Kamara. Right, 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 right. Like, Kamara's good, but I thought he was I thought he was going to be better than what his stats show. But again, as I said, there's there's like circumstances with Mark Ingram his couple first years there. Latavius Murray now, for some god reason, for godforsaken reason, that Latavius Murray steals one touchdown from Evan Kamara this year, and I draft Kamara. I'm going to be mad. I might just I draft... mean, he, also, he, he also was hurt last year. I might just draft so... Murray, too. Both of them. Yeah, as you... Yeah, you... <laughs> So yeah, he was hurt last year. It came early, like in the offseason, that he was only playing at like seventy five percent. He was playing on one, like one, one leg, like a like a meniscus injury, like a small meniscus injury. So maybe at him at full health and with more workload. I, I mean, with Drew Brees, who can't really throw the ball down more than ten yards downfield. Okay, that's just a joke. But people keep saying that. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, with Michael, no, that's because Michael Thomas can't run a route past ten yards. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, he gets the catches though. 100, almost one hundred fifty catches in a season. But um, I think the the guy can definitely be that kind of guy if he got that kind of work. Um, but he's not. So I don't think he's worth that sixteen million a year that he's looking for. Maybe like if the deal happens, I think it's gonna be like a ten to twelve kind of a year kind of deal. But I mean, we'll even see if that happens for an extension. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Like you were saying, you're gonna draft Murray back. You should be drafting back to back. You should go. You should go Latavius first, honestly, and then draft Alvin Kamara. Like absolutely later. not. <laughs> but yeah. Well, all right then. <coughs> Let's talk about this. Let's scratch that topic that we had before. I'm gonna move on to this. So I've played when I first started playing fantasy football. I was in Yahoo, fantasy league, um, and then I switched to ESPN strictly. What about you, Jake? I started with Yahoo, then ESPN. ESPN's better, more more superior, uh, just a better product overall. I like the drafting more on ESPN, so you get to see more, like everything. Well, and for I haven't played Yahoo in a long time, but for fantasy baseball reasons, on Yahoo you have to like scr- you have to like search over to see like their whole entire stats, stuff like batting average, like stuff like that. Which again, batting average, as I said a lot of times on this on these podcasts. Average isn't the best way to, you know, rate a player, but it is something to look at. Well, on that, you have to like scroll down, take forever. You don't have that much time to pick. On well, ESPN, it's just right there in front of you, a little bit easier. And for NFL, all the stats are right there, points are right there. Well, it's like for Yahoo, it's like, let's say there's a receiver, it always goes rushing, receiving yards, and touchdowns. But he's a receiver. Yeah, scroll. He doesn't right? rush scroll the ball. He doesn't rush the ball. Mostly, he doesn't <laughs> rush the ball. He's a receiver. I don't need his rushing stats. We had two carries for eight yards. Great. I'm not drafting for that. How many catches? How many yards? How many touchdowns? Show that. Don't care about the other stuff. It doesn't do that. But ESPN shows you right there. It shows you everything too. I like ESPN. I mean, uh, I like I like ESPN. I mean, I remember Justin saying that he, he wanted to make the switch to Yahoo. And I, I mean, I wasn't opposed, but I I, I said I preferred. Yeah, to ESPN. I'm not gonna like. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're going to Yahoo? Screw you. I'm not in the league anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. No, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do either I'm not going to say yeah. that kind of stuff. But, like, I mean, me being with ESPN for so long and for multiple leagues in the past years, I'm like, ah, I'm so comfortable here. But, I mean, what I remember with Yahoo is that every single, like, out there, all the games, especially after Monday night game and then Tuesday morning, they'd come up with, like, a like a writing thing. Like, yeah, like a, a grade. Paragraphs. Grade list for your draft. That was yeah, pretty cool. or like your draft, or like every every week how your team did, and we got give you all these stats that if ball ball rush for this many yards, blah blah. blah. I kind of like reading that. And and it's also like, to like it also says you're predicted to go four and nine, and I say screw you, I'm not yeah. going four and nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going in so, five. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of excited like to see like to go back to like what I was started with, which was with Yahoo, to see how it would go. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, having it's cool to have one league be Yahoo and one be. ESPN, so I'm not like scrambling or forgetting what uh, what team it is and stuff like that. So now that I have two separate ones, two separate apps, you know, I'll be able to, um, you know, differentiate. Yeah. Excuse me, I really butchered that word, but um, which one's better? I think obviously being far from Yahoo before, I don't know how glitchy it's going to be. I know ESPN's been glitchy a lot as well. Hopefully the draft yeah. works. I'm not going to be home on the draft on my phone. So hopefully he doesn't. Oh yikes! I, I hate drafting on my phone. Yeah, I was gonna say we should draft. Like I was gonna like tell Swick because we usually draft together. I was like, hey, you want to draft together? But I don't know if I will do it this year because I have a, I have two in the same day and they're back to back. So I don't know if I yeah. want to do that. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah. How sweat usually? How sweat usually in fantasy? How sweat? I mean, the first year he did it, uh, he did pretty well. The second year he did pretty well, and then he got like. You know, he'd do the, like, it happens all the time. To, not only him, but the people, like, he'd put the wrong people, not the wrong people. His lineup would just be, like, his bench would just, like, outperform his starters. And he'd, like. Nah. Doesn't have that, like he, doesn't have that touch of knowing when a bench player can <laughs> score a starter. Yeah, like, a couple times. I think he had, I think he had Sammy Watkins last year. And he had, like, he had that breakout game he was on his bench. I get that, like, a oh, yeah, that, game. Oh, yeah, he had a breakout game. Like, I'm going to put him in next game. Then he sucked. Next game. Yeah. And then he sucked. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it's like common notion to like do that, right? But like sometimes it's like, yeah, you, uh, you look at the matchups. Like, I think he did against the Jaguars. He get two hundred yards, and like three touchdowns. I think. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, I'm not saying he's it's, he's not bad. It's just that um he's had some worse luck. Yeah. I, so since so I have I. I mean, and I've done pretty. I I told the guy not to draft Lamar Jackson. He drafted Lamar Jackson, and he did well last season. So, I mean, people have are bad. I'm bad. You're bad. You're really shitty. You are. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, usually for me, I'm usually I'm usually always in the playoff mix. Between, uh, me too. Yeah, between too. seven and six, eight and five, never like upper echelon. But I make a lot of moves. I'm like Farhan Zaidi. I cut the fat off the roster, get new players in on the bench every single week. <laughs> I make trades. I wheel and deal. That's what I do as a as a GM. I'll, I used to not be a big trade guy. Now I'm like every single week, no matter what, I'm looking to trade somebody. It's crazy. Yeah. And then um, with judging with the new rules, before it only used to be four to decline. It has to be seven now. So we'll see if people are actually declining. Maybe more trades will happen. Yeah, I'm not, uh, not going to decline unless it's like. Unless it's an absurdly bad say, trade, like, which happened yeah. a lot last year. We had this guy complain the whole entire year that his trades weren't going through. Well, because, dude, the trades aren't. They're going more in your favor. I don't want that to happen. Why would I want that to happen? I had, one tra- my- I had one year. You're in my division. Yeah. Why would I want your team to be better? That I had one year where I made a trade that was so fair and they declined it. I, I, I debated just quitting the league. I was training a quarterback and like a, like a second tier running back 
for like a elite receiver, but the quarterback was like top ten, and the one and the running back was top fifteen for like a number eight receiver, and they said no. Was it, it's was too, it for Dehaw? Was that last year? Too unfair. Yeah, it was for Hopkins. <laughs> it was Hopkins for who was it? Hopkins for it was like week four. It was like Hopkins for Chubb, and I think it was. Either Aaron Rodgers or yeah, you had Rodgers. Yeah, it was Rodgers I mean, and Chubb. We, we for did have Hopkins. a trade together. Um, me and you. I think I gave you Kittle. I I got yeah. someone else. In I gave you. Yeah, I should have made that. Tra- I think I made. I think I made the playoffs last year. Yeah, I lost in the first. In round. That one. I, I think I made the playoffs. I lost in the first round. Yeah. I'm more. Of, I'm a big hot start guy. I always go undefeated for some reason. The first couple, and then I go like four for four to last. I usually I'm lose like, my first couple games. Like I'm usually always zero and one, one and one, zero and two. Yeah. Then I go on like a five you know, game winning go on a, streak. Go on a rant, right? And stuff like you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. So, but no, I'm I'm excited. So, fantasy football, you know, over everything. Like I said, NFOE, um, we're out here. It's almost it's almost upon us. Come Saturday, our draft, and then another week from there, starting on Thursday after that, it's football's here. But um, one last thing. Obviously, another impact on some teams who have already drafted. Which is which stupid. That, which is stupid. Never Which draft is, until because because one we didn't even have preseason not to know that yeah. what was gonna happen but I mean also I like drafting a week is fine like right now the draft on Saturday is it's, that's great because like I mean people are gonna take it easy before the season starts and stuff like that so that's awesome I like doing it the day before the, the season starts like on a I Wednesday slowed, I don't know I have a little heart attack if that happens I don't know but um, for those that don't know um, the Jaguars did cut Leonard Fournette their starting running back number four pick. From three years ago, three three years ago, um, and then as their player gets cut to go on the waiver wire, he got he went unclaimed. Mm. Not one team in the NFL, not out of the thirty one other teams, not one team put a claim in to have Leonard Fournette on their team. I think it was I think because if you claim him, you have to take his like salary. True, which is only like four million. Because it's all really? on his rookie contract, so I mean it's not as, as much, but um. Now he's a free agent. He can sign with with anyone. And Jake, who have you been preaching that he should go to? Well, I said the Patriots, but they're not interested. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, so there's which I think is posturing because they are interested. They just don't want to say it, but they'll sign up for like a two million dollar deal for one year, have him rush for fifteen hundred yards, then be an All Pro. Then... I think they need the Legarrette Blunt on their team again, and I think he fits that mold. Obviously, Sony Michelle's hurt. He's on the PUP list right now. Um, they have a plethora of running backs. I think uh, I, uh, I, I tweeted you at the uh, BA podcast. Uh, you said they, they should sign on us. Like they have like a million running yeah, backs. They have Rex and it's true. They have Rex Burkhead. They have Damian Harris. They have Sonny Michelle. They have uh, another guy, another unjudged free agent on their team. They have like, yeah, they have a bunch. I'm not and then, but Leonard Fournette's a good running back. Uh, he's middle of the pack running back. Yeah, but, um, he's, uh... yeah, he's okay. But I mean, again. For a fourth pick overall, he's trash. For a fourth pick overall, he's not living up to the hype. Obviously, the tags wires are just cleaning house on everybody. And, um, I mean, I, I, I do agree with the Patriots thing, too, though. Like I said, like Garrett, he, he, he fits that mold with Garrett Blunt on the guy that you can just hand the ball off in situations. Four-minute offense just to get, just to get the, the game out of the way and stuff like that in that kind of situation. I mean, they're not interested, but they're, you know, they are interested. They just want to say anything. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, another team... 
I mean, Philly's always looking for a running back. I mean, they have Miles Sanders, but I think he's he's hurt right now. Um, other teams in the NFL, the Char- uh, not the Chargers, the Seahawks. Um, obviously, they have Chris Carson, they have Rashad Penny. Um, but, um, you know, with Chris Carson's fumble issues, but I think he's flipped on. And he also gets hurt but with Leonard Fournette there. The Jets. We'll see how that goes. Oh, Jets have Bell. Never mind. You said the Jets? Yeah, then I realized they have Bell and Frank Gore. So I was like, never, Frank Gore. But they did have the rookie running back. They get hurt. And they're saying Le'Veon Bell isn't looking as good. And Frank Gore. Maybe the Rams? Good. No. Huh? Maybe the Rams for Fournette? Yeah, I mean, the Rams don't have anybody. Uh, they have Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. Also, on Madden, the running back Malcolm Brown, his card is Malcolm Brown on the Saints who's a D-tackle. Yeah, Madden's having and some, they, Madden's having and some they issues. they haven't changed it. Madden's having some issues this year. And they haven't changed it. But, um, it's pretty bad I don't this know, year. I, I, I think he'll get signed before the season. Uh, sorry for those who drafted him early. I don't think that early. Maybe like in the fourth round or something like that. But, um. Maybe he was a running back too. Now you don't really have one now. That's kind of sucks ass. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, um, I'm done with football. Why don't we talk about some another sport? What about cricket? Thoughts? Yeah, India plays Pakistan today. Um, I don't know. That is something that's happening. I'm not making a joke. Uh, my friend who, I'm not sure if he's. I don't know if he actually like washes watches it, but he knows about cricket. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk about some basketball. Obviously, uh, basketball's going on right now. Uh, let's go through the, um, some great games, some some gentlemen sweeps out there. Let's just talk about some of the teams that have been eliminated already. The Mavs have been eliminated by the LA Clippers. Uh, I hate Marcus Morris. Have... You hate who? Marcus Morris. He thinks he's so good, but he's not. He's basically a relevant player in the league. Well, Luka Doncic had... Basically a better season than his whole entire career combined. And he's tried to purposely injure Luka Doncic. There was rumors that Doc Rivers said, hey, do Jordan rules on Luka Doncic. Which is kind of... I mean, looking at it, I mean, he basically stepped on his ankle and tried to demolish his head off. Decapitate yeah. him. He got his head decapitated from his head. They tried to do that to him. Marcus Morris is a clown. His brother's a clown, too. They're not good NBA players. They have a role. The role is to be on a good team, but not do anything and get hurt when it matters most. So hopefully for them, they learn a lesson and not do anything. Well, they won't learn their lesson because they're the Morris twins. Screw them. Look at Donch is better than both of them combined. Clippers suck. Pat Beverly, shut up, all right? I know you're all defense. You average like four points a game. You look like a moron. Shut the hell up. Screw the Clippers. Go whoever beats them next. Yeah, go whoever beats them next. Um, which, which moving on, are the which, Denver Nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> what a comeback! <laughs> but we'll talk about that a little later. Um, but yeah, Luka Doncic had a Morris. great series. I think he was averaging thirty plus. He almost averaged triple double. I think he was thirty nine and eight. Um, had a great series. Obviously, Porzingis got hurt. Um, a little knee issue there, which sucks. Obviously, like I was saying earlier in the series, if Porzingis wasn't wouldn't have gotten hurt, and they won game two, they would have won game one. They yeah, didn't get ejected. But they may have won the series, you know, but they went. They, they didn't go on to win the series, obviously. But I mean, yeah, the Mavs are out. Um, but let's move on to the next topic. That we we're just about to talk about Jamal Murray is good. Yeah, he's all right. But also, it's Donovan Mitchell. But um, the Nuggets did get the best of the Utah Jazz. They were the down three-one in the series. series too. But for me, 
it's not that big of a comeback. Here's why. There's no home court advantage. They're playing at a basically like a, a AAU tournament style. Type we, talked about this, we talked about this last episode. Yeah. It can happen. We were talking about uh, what other series? We were talking about the um, 76ers. Yeah. They're down 3 0. They're down 3 0. I thought mm-hmm. if there's ever going to be a time where a team comes back from 3 0, it's going to be here. Yeah. And then 3-1, they came back. It was because of no home court advantage. And it happened. And it happened. So hmm. it's 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 crazy to see. Um, obviously, the Nuggets being uh, the better team in the series, obviously, but in Game 7. Um, Jamal Murray, I think, was at, in the last three games. It, it, not including Game 7, which was atrocious. Um, six, five, and four. He averaged 143 points in those three. Or no, he accumulated 143 points in those three games, which is Almost insane. 48 a game. A game. That, that's, that's, that's crazy. Um, obviously, Donovan Mitchell had a great series himself. Um, they were just battling, and it's awesome to see those two young stars. Yeah, the Nuggets are Nuggets have a better team overall. Overall, yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, they, the Drew Touch Jazz were without uh, Mike Conley, but they were up in the series three to one, and Mike Conley comes back in. Which goes to show Mike Conley maybe the link, weak link. Hmm. Also, very overrated. Oh, dude, the greatest, he, he used greatest to be ever. really good. He used to be really good. Then they traded yeah, for but, him. Um, now he it didn't. It just doesn't fit. He should come. He, no, he should do. My colleague should come to the Warriors on a veteran minimums contract. That's what he should do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix him. But um, yeah. So, but I mean, some more uh, news this morning. Uh, Mitchell, uh, when it comes available, we'll get this, we'll get the max. Which free agency uh, starts the 18th of October, which I didn't know. Yeah. So yeah. So October. Mm-hmm. Um. So well, well deserved for for him uh, for years to come to be the face of the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Which already is. The Jazz are going to love. Which is awesome to see. He's, he's good. He was a good pick for them. He's 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 great pick for them. Funny he's enough, fine. he was drafted by the Nuggets, but got traded to the Jazz. For those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, the Nuggets take game seven. Mike Conley, Ashamage. <laughs> Jokic, on. also good. Baby Hook, a little... Hook action. Yeah, he's pretty good. A little game winner for that guy. Um, yeah, he's really good. The Joker. Love to see it. But yeah, uh, obviously the Lakers. Uh, moving on, Lakers uh, eliminate the the Blazers. Uh, your uh, your thing didn't come true. What am I looking for? Oh, I'm looking for Dame time. When are you gonna show up? <laughs> yeah, you didn't show up that whole goddamn be- <laughs> postseason round, Dick. But um, yeah, so that happened. Um, he. He did have to leave the bubble. He got an A injury, but um, Dame Time did not show up in the first round. After yeah, game which one. the knee injury. I hope you get better, feel better too, because that's yeah, that's tough better, to have. That's the, that's not, in the playoffs getting injured. That sucks. It sucks. But also, congratulations on your twins that are coming up. Yeah, good for you, man. Life is more important than basketball, unless you pick Absolutely. them to win in the first round against the Lakers, and you decide to suck it up. And I mean, not suck it up, but stink it up, and not play well the whole entire first round, Lillard. I'm looking for Dame time. Where is it? Can't find it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Magic also limited by the Bucks. The Bucks actually had their uh, Magic again their first game. Win game one, get swept. <laughs> get swept. Uh, Magic actually played their first game. Oh, hold on. Let me see here. Let me see here. Oh yeah, this the the Heat beat the Sixers. Blah blah blah. No, the Heat beat the Pacers. They they got eliminated. Um, Pacers fired their coach. They did. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, let me let me go in order. Houston uh, versus Thunder's game seven tonight. Um, who do you think wins, Jake? Thunder, Thunder or Rockets? Okay, see, don't trust James Harden. Don't trust Russell Westbrook. Don't I, Russell Westbrook. I, I, don't trust I, I Mike D'Antoni. So. 
I think so too. I think the Rockets actually might win this this series, this game seven. You mean the um, Thunder? The Thunder, yeah, excuse me. Jesus Christ. Sorry, like, I, I agree with you. The Rockets are gonna win, which means you didn't agree with me. <laughs> now you do. Yeah, I just don't trust James Harden. He's giving me He's had ample opportunities opportunities to show, hey, we can fit, we can do it. Trust me. Haven't done it. Not going to trust them ever. And they're going to have to fire Mike D'Antoni if they don't win this series. They're just going to have to. Then Mike D'Antoni might D'Antoni might go to the Nets and be with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and that'll be pretty good for them. Round one exit. Yeah. Or he come to the Warriors and be assistant coach. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on the Chris Paul Chris Paul stare down? I think I thought he was just looking at his bench, but it looked like he was staring down at Howard Harms like, like Harden's yeah. Like, Paul's like yeah, bitch, yeah. Harms like, huh? <laughs> Harden was scared like a. That was that was that was funny. That Harden was, really was scared funny. like a schoolgirl at a uh, haunted mansion, like huh? what? <laughs> but yeah, so game seven tonight, uh, we're both taking the Thunder. Should be a fun game to watch. Uh, we'll see if James. Harder than the rest of us get it done. No, they won't get it done. But um, Celtics versus Raptors. Um, the Celtics are up 2-0, right? So they won yesterday. Yeah, Celtics are good. Marcus Celtics Smart, Jason, Jason, Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart, Marcus. maybe a Warriors target in the off season. Maybe do a little sign and trade for their um trade exception, seventeen point nine million dollars. The Warriors could do that. Warriors. There's also rumors. Also rumors that the Warriors. You know, go away from this for a little bit. The, the Warriors and the Suns may look hook up in a deal where the Warriors would get the tenth pick and Kelly Oubre Jr. for cap relief purposes. So like a salary dump, which is like what the Giants did this offseason where they traded for one of the Angels like highly played highly paid players. But in order to make that trade, the Giants said, Hey, we want your first round pick from last year. We want that prospect. Angel like, Okay, here, here you go. And he's one of the best Giants prospects they have, which is pretty cool. So that's what the Warriors might do for that. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yes. Celtics up 2 nothing. Celtics are good. Over the Raptors, defending champions with Kawhi less, but they are still pretty good. Yeah, the Raptors lose this series. Um, they're going to love that Pascal second pick. They're going to la- they're going to love that second pick. Pascal Siakam. They're going to love the second pick of the Raptors lose this playoff series. <laughs> We'll take Siakam. Uh, if they also lose, Fred, Fred Van Fleet uh, will be a king. They're gonna offer. Him yeah, a max. he will be a king. The king, the kings are <laughs> offering him a max. He's gonna suck, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, why did we do this?" That's what the kings do. They offer max contracts to people who aren't great, and they're like, "Uh oh, <laughs> we made a mistake here." Like not drafting Luka Doncic, which should have done, but that's revisionist history. Yeah, but in, okay. And the last series we're gonna talk about is uh, the Heat Bucks series, um, which the Heat. Took game one. Jimmy Buckets out here dropping forty. He's good. He's off, really off good. Bucks. He's good. That's I, why. I, that's why this series is lost. Jimmy Butler. I love him. I love he's he, he's incredible. He's really good. He's incredible. I he's like such him. a fucking. He's the kind of guy he just wants to get shit done. Yeah. And he, he, did he doesn't it. care Not about one. your feelings. He wants to win, which he wants to I win. respect. Now, if yeah. I was a teammate of his, I'd be like, you know what? You tell you talk to me like that one more time, Jimmy Buckets. I'm gonna bucket my fist in your face, but. <laughs> You need that on your team sometimes. You need that irritant, yeah. like the Warriors of Draymond Green, the Clippers with Patrick Beverly. That really sucks. Clippers suck. Marcus Morris, you're a bitch. Um, but other than that, he's like that guy you need on your team. Every good team needs like that irritant, that guy that can rile Marcus things Moore. up in your team. Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah like absolutely. Draymond Green does. 
Yeah. And I mean, some people don't like it, obviously, but the yeah. Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns, and he just gets traded and he goes the thing to though, I heard Sixers, that. They didn't like. Well, Joel Embiid didn't like it. Some other players didn't like no, it. No, Joel Embiid liked it, I thought. He likes he likes Jimmy no, Butler. He he's no, he likes, team. no, he's yeah, no, I'm saying Embiid, except for Embiid. Oh, I said okay. except for Embiid. Like, I think other people Ben like Simmons it, maybe didn't saying. like it. Tobias Harris maybe didn't like it. Yeah. Which I don't know why they re signed Tobias Harris. He's been mediocre. Like he's exactly. good, but he's not thirty six million a year good. No, he's not. No, he's so, like twenty five. Even for even for four years hundred million, that's fine. Five years hundred and eighty million. Eesh. But yeah, Jimmy Butler getting things done. I mean him going to Gogics have a good game. Like I said, forty. He's playing out of his mind. Well, I have a question for you. Serious? I love questions. I love questions. For the seventy this is 76ers question though. Okay. Did the the Sam Hankey tank 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 for multiple years? Did it actually work for them? Because they haven't been to a conference finals, haven't been to an NBA finals. They have these two great players, but haven't won much with them. Has that trust the process actually worked? Uh, I'd say um, to be good in the regular season, yes. To be good in the playoffs, no, it has not. Yeah. And it hasn't translated. I, I mean, we've seen the de- great development of them being in the playoffs every single year yeah. now, right? So I mean, you see that they're going there, but they they can't get over the hump. Yeah, it's like, and plus some of their decision making. There's a I saw an article that said they traded like a bunch of second round picks, and of those second round picks, like five of them have become like really good established NBA players. Like I saw, I don't know what the article was about, but they talk about like their ineptitude as the front office where they signed to pick Al, the right guys. Yeah, they signed Al Horford to be to like pair up with Joel Embiid, which didn't make sense because. They don't have any shooters either. Horford, what Horford's good at is getting the ball and looking for shooters and passing to him. They didn't have that. They don't have basically any shooters, which is why Horford could also be a Warriors target. Who knows? Because Horford would be yeah, good with yeah. the Warriors system, passing out to Curry and Clay. But Horford's making a ton of money in over a lot of years, and he's old, so maybe not. So that was kind of iffy. Letting Jimmy Butler go wasn't. Butler go wasn't great. I understand. I understand trading for Tobias Harris for that one run. But re-signing yeah. to a long-term extension like Max Deal, that's not that, that wasn't was a great right. move. So they had some, they have had some issues with like their front office and making decisions correctly. So yeah, we'll see how that goes for them. But um, like, like I said, Jimmy Buckets on the rise. But yeah, last question also regarding Jimmy Butler. Uh, he said, "Excuse excuse the families, no harm for them, but I don't want my family here." So. If Jake, if you were a player in the NBA and you were in the NBA bubble, and they finally let your family come to stay with you or whatever to watch the games, yeah, would you want your family in the bubble? I mean, depends who. Your dad. The thing is, I don't think he would want to go to the bubble. <laughs> I don't think he would want to go. <laughs> like, I don't want to go to. I want to go to Orlando. I can watch it from home. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. Like if I was, if I was like, if I had a, like, let's say for example, like I'm married to a, let's say a WNBA has a bubble and I'm married to WNBA player. Like you want to come? Like, I don't know, actually. I might rather watch it from home. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be there and bring like, because for some people, your family there can bring extra distractions. Right. Which may not let you focus on the game. Like, I don't want to be there and like not have you like focused. I want you to be focused on trying to win a championship. That's for anything. Like, sometimes having your family there isn't the greatest move. Now, if it's like your kid and your wife and kids, like maybe then, like that's fine. 
But like parents, I would not want that. I wouldn't want that. It'd be, it'd be, so I think it could be a distraction. Like you're wondering how they're doing. Are they doing well in the bubble? Are they not screwing up? Like stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think I'm almost I on the same page. I mean, if it's like a, I, I wouldn't want them to stay. Okay, so if it, if the COVID situation wasn't like this, and let's just say the NBA wasn't actually like an entire bubble the whole entire year, I would want them there, right? Yeah, but with maybe COVID, maybe. it's like with COVID, it's kind of iffy, right? Because maybe yeah. you, you know your relatives like mm, I was with someone who goes out a lot. Should but, I even? I want to go anyway. Yeah, but like all, you know, but all they sabotage like, you. Although like the NBA has done a great job of testing and stuff like that, absolutely. I would absolutely. still be kind of worried. Like, eh, I don't. Stay home. I don't know. Stay home. I, yeah, I'd stay rather home. you stay home, just because it may bring some people may bring maybe an extra distraction. You never know. Exactly. Stuff like Absolutely. that. So, but you know what I do like is when the the family members do the intros for the teams. I like that a lot. So brings a smile to my face. That's awesome. But I'm I don't know. Yeah. Bring your family to the bubble. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe my wife. If she's yeah. if if we're, if we're childless. Dab on them. Dab. But yeah, let's move on. Dab let's talk about some some baseball now. Jake, why don't you take, why don't you take it from here? From talking about Giants talk. Oh, the Giants. Yesterday, the Giants basically curb stomped the Rockies, put their mouth in the curb, and stepped on their head. And they won the game 23-5. to Yes, you read it right. Oh, Jesus. Yes, you read it right. Or you heard it right. You didn't, you didn't read this. You heard it right. The Giants, the I mean, the 49ers beat the Broncos 23-5. But actually, it was the Giants who won 23-5. Giants had 27 hits. The Giants had 23 runs to the Rockies' 5. 27 hits for the Giants. And I think 6 or 7 for the Rockies. This was the Giants' best offensive output in the last, like, since, they've been, since they came to San Francisco in, like, 1954. Um, they're now currently 18-19 and 19 in the season, have won three straight games. Uh, they're currently the eighth seed in the playoffs, and they'll be facing the Dodgers round one of the season today. They would probably lose to the Dodgers, but you never know. It's the playoffs. You could win the game. You could win the series. Uh, the Dodgers have a – I don't know if you guys know this or not. For those who don't know, the Dodgers have a the Dodgers have a uh, choke ability that they no other team has in baseball. They're the best team in the league for multiple years, but they never get to the – they never win the World Series. Um, so, I, But I love what I'm seeing from the Giants. I also love what I'm seeing from the Giants hitting coaches this year. All the players they've had have made big time adjustments. Brandon Belt's batting like 340. Brandon Crawford's batting 280. Dubon's batting 280. Um, Mikey is really good. Wilmer Flores, Donovan Solano. Mikey Uh Joey Bart, who's been called up, has been struggling a little bit, which is kind of which is what I was kind of worried about. But yesterday he went three for four with a walk in it. Three for four of a hit by pitch. So he's kind of turned the corner there. Alex Dickerson hit three home runs. Had two doubles for five extra base hits. Went five for six. 16 total bases, which tied the record for the most in Giants history by Willie Mays. Uh, he's hit four home runs in his last two games. Um, and he has, I believe he has nine on the season now, I think. Could be seven. Uh, let me look it up. Alex Dickerson. Stats. So Alex Dickerson is bat has. Oh my god, he has a lot of home runs. He has. He had three last night, right? Yeah, he has. He had three last night, one the day before, and he's batting. 
Why is it not showing me this? Uh, he has seven home runs and 20 RBIs, and he's batting 261, which isn't great, but his OPS is 880, which is really good. That kind of helped, kind of helped what happened last night to him. He went five for six, but I love what there's all of them are seeing. And they had no the Giants didn't trade anyone at the deadline. They did make a small move acquiring Anthony Banda from the Rays, who was DFA'd for designated for assignment. He's like a lefty if that was 95, 96. He's a starter reliever type guy. I had Tommy John surgery, he's like 93 right now. But no trades at the deadline. Not mad at it. Not I mean no sit no trading of their players at the deadline. Not mad about it. Team has a shot. Your tweet was funny. If the Giants don't have any news in the next ten seconds, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, then I said <laughs> after like a minute later, I currently I lost it. <laughs> but team has a shot because because at that time no one said like they didn't make a trade they didn't they made a trade no, I had no information usually they say Giants made no trades but it was like an hour and no information I was like what, what the hell happened but they're I'm not mad about it that they have a shot for the playoffs and they're competitive and that's all you can ask for right now they talk for you. Right, let me read the stuff that you put down for me. Thank you. Uh, the A's are currently twenty-two and eleven. Um, season on golf due to no, COVID. Season on hold. That's what, that's what Jake typed out before no, you just that's changed correct. it, right? That's correct. Right now, uh, they are on a hold. Uh, a couple days ago, um, not a player wasn't. No, it wasn't a player. It was a uh, what's the term? A staff member. Yeah, it was a staff member who uh, got contact with COVID, so they started to. Um, they saw a couple games or post, postpone a couple of games and that they had some double headers, stuff like that. They have four um, in the last 20 days of the season. They have what? Sorry. Four double headers in the last 20 days of the season. That's kind of, that's really shitty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they made a few trades. Uh, Franklin Barreto, who was a bust for yeah. Tommy La Stella. Um, yeah. So that was the guy I posted about, right? From the Rangers. Yeah. No, no, that was the, no, that was the other guy, but that's the other guy. That's yeah. the other guy. That's the other guy. Yeah. But yeah, and then um, Jake, why don't you take away uh, this trade that also happened? Yeah. So the, the other trade they made is to help their um, starting rotation and bullpen. Uh, they traded for Mike Miner. They acquired him for two minor leaguers, and um, so he, he goes to either he may I think he's gonna be a starter. They may put him in the bullpen. Uh, so fires. Yeah. So Mike fires in a minor. Not the first time that's happened. Um, so they're on the same team right there. Um, so yeah, that's yikes. So that's what the A's have. Uh, fires and a minor um, on the team. Um, they also have Lazardo and the other pitching prospects they have that are pretty good. Their bullpen's really good. The A's are the, I think the A's are the second best team in the AL. Uh, the Rays are twenty six and eleven or twenty five and twelve something like that. So they're really good. Um, but again, Mike Miner and a, Mike Miner and Mike Fires um, on the same team. Not the first time Fires has been involved with a minor. And yikes! And that's it. I said that twice just to reemphasize what I said. Moving on to hockey, Jake, take it away again for this segment. Oh yeah, so it's the it's the semifinals. It's the um, Stars, the Dallas Stars versus the Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche series is three two Stars, Knights Canucks, Golden Knights lead that series three to two as well. Uh, then in the in the um, Eastern Conference, I almost said the AFL, the AFC. In the Eastern Conference, the light the Tampa Bay Lightning have defeated the Boston Bruins. In five games, they win the series four to one. They're in the Easter Conference Finals. They'll play against the, either the Islanders or Flyers. Islanders lead that series three to two. Uh, we're going to Game Six, I think, tomorrow night. Um, the Lightning, as you guys, you may you may know, you may for, may have forgot, the Lightning last year had one of the best seasons in NHL history, won the President's Trophy, but got swept in four games in the first round to the Columbus the Blue Jackets. 
Yep, Blue Jackets. They got swept by them. Um, but then I think they played them this year in the Lightning won in like six games, five or six games. Lightning weren't as good this year as they were last year. They're still oh, they, pretty they good. Played, they played them again? They played yeah, them in the again first the round. round. Oh, wow. They, they're still pretty good. Uh, Lightning are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Islanders, Flyers. Flyers won a game five yesterday in overtime. Uh, so that series is 3-2, as I said. And the winner of that will play them in the Conference Finals go to the Stanley Cup. And the uh, Western Conference, there's just, the two series aren't done yet, but they're both 3-2 and have a chance to end relatively soon. And that's hockey. That's no hockey. Sharks news because nothing's really happened. But the draft is, I think, in a couple, like a month or so. So that what could be coming they soon. They, they would have had pick number three, but they traded that for Eric Carlson two years ago. So they have, but they do have a first round pick. It depends what the Lightning do. The Lightning, they had the oh, Lightning's okay. first round picks. They traded Barkley Goodrow to there for, I think they traded Goodrow in a four for a first in like one of the, like, their minor leaguers for cap purposes. So they did that. Um, but they would have like, I think, anywhere from pick 25 to 31 in this first round, which isn't as great as pick number three because this is a strong draft class, one of the best in recent memory. But they should still be able to get a pretty good prospect at number 20. They should be able to get a pretty good prospect with the Lightning pick. But they would have had a chance to get one of the upper echelon prospects, which they never really had before. Except for Patrick Marlowe. But they would have had, like, pick three, which would have been put them in a position to draft one of, like, a stud that could be their day one and be your best player on your team day one. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Lit. Well, yeah, that's that's it for all the sports and stuff like that. But um, this little segment I want to talk about because there's this video that Jake and I saw that was kind of funny. Stop picking your nose. I'm going to upload this later. Dude, I was just scratching, man. <laughs> um, but uh, for those who don't know, there's a video that surfaced on the internet. Or not resurfaced. Someone posted a video of... Where were you uploading uh, this at? On Instagram. Like some snippets. Oh, bet, bet, bet. Yeah. You're going to do if, that. If right? it works out. If it works out. We'll see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, it may not. But... Stay tuned for those. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But um, like I was saying... Uh, video came up. Um, this guy uh, pranked his wife, um, oh. got her a quote-unquote Corolla, but instead was flashing lights and stuff with a new Porsche. Uh, I, I think I was reading the comments. It was newer used or something like that, and people are just like going off because um, the guy are, bought uh, a luxury car. People are so. Wife. I mean, Twitter's the worst. People. So, are but my so... question, yeah, before this, before this, though, let me let me put on. the question out there for our viewers to listen, our listeners to listen to. Sorry, would you buy a luxury car? One second, because there's fucking gardening going on. <laughs> is, that a, is that a guitar? Yeah, I shred. <laughs> when I buy a luxury car, if I had the money, yeah. And all these people on Twitter yeah. are so... They hate their lives so much that any little thing that happens to other people... Oh my god, why'd you do that? Why'd you donate the money? How about you shut the... F and let them do whatever they want to do with their money. You un... Happy piece of garbage. Screw off. I get so mad. I say, oh, well, you bought that. That's so bad. Why did you buy this? Sorry we're not. Sorry, they're not poor like you. You can't afford anything. Shut the hell up. Let them do what they want. But yes, I would buy a luxury car. If I had the money and I could buy it, just for, why not? Just yeah, you know, I, have one. I was reading some of the comments because I was really intrigued too. I thought it was a really nice gesture. Obviously. I'll pull up a comment. Yeah, can you do that, that main person that was, that was really... Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. You talk about yours, and I'll... But yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'll, I, I'll I, I, I definitely buy a luxury said. car. Because, like, why not? Especially if I had the money, I, I would. But um, it's been known that some luxury cars um don't last long. Because, one, a luxury car shouldn't be a daily driver for you. It should be a car that you just, you know... Oh, I'm going to go to a nice Disney. Oh, 
I'm just yeah. gonna go for a ride a little bit. It's not a car that you drive all the way to LA on an eight-hour car drive. That's the kind of shit you do with a luxury car. So, um, to all the people who say, and eh, the, the parts are really shit. Well, first of all, a luxury car you shouldn't be driving like you know forever. It should be like a every other day or once a week. If you're that kind of person that has that kind of time, I mean, if you're buying a luxury car, then you should have to be. But um, you know, is what it is. Like how? Yes, I would. But Jake, go ahead and read some of the comments that were on this video. Here's the one comment that I got heated at, and I told him to, I quote, literally, shut the f up. See, I'm gonna read it. See, the sentiment behind this is cute, and I'm not gonna tell anyone what to do with their money, but I would judge anyone who buys a luxury car. They're literally a waste of money that can go to anything else. Guy said, How's a waste of money if it isn't a brand new? It's 2015. They probably got a good deal on it. Even a good deal on a luxury SUV would be, probably be more expensive than on a reasonably priced new CRV or something. Also, <laughs> they take more expensive gas and use more of it. Also, insurance is high, sir. Also, maintenance is higher. And taxes, shall I go on? How about you do this, Professor? At I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna at you, but Professor, which is what your t Twitter name says. How about you go to the nearest cliff, jump off it, and do a flip? Go fuck, go f yourself, you dumb, <laughs> you unhappy loser. Let them do what they want. I know you're too poor. You can't afford the two dollars snicker at the gas station, but shut the hell up. That's my take on it. I don't. I usually don't get. Well, this, I don't get this mad about this kind of stuff. I'm about you know be frugal, but like I'm about like you know make a good make good business decisions. But you have a ton of money and you can like say no, it's screw. It. I'm gonna buy a luxury car. Buy it. Don't listen to professor on Twitter who has no friends and no life. Can't afford a Snickers bar. Screw them. Do your life. Stand by what you stand for and don't listen to anyone else. That's my motto. I'm done with this. And everyone, thank you for listening to the Big Podcast. This is your co-host James. With Jake, thanks for listening to episode 91. Don't forget to uh, follow us on Instagram, debate underscore podcast one. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on the podcast app. And also follow us on SoundCloud. And also follow us on Twitter at the BA Podcast one as well. Jake? Also, we're on Spotify now. To look us up. Sorry I had to do this to you guys, but look us up on Spotify. People are like, look at the BA Podcast. I can't find you. Yeah, because you have to type in the BA Podcast for those that don't know on Spotify. Or you just ask us for a link. I know it's a lot. But I'm not going to go through everything and restart channels and restart downloading stuff because I want to be sane. I don't want to slip my own throat. I had no fun doing this. But it's on Spotify now for you guys to listen to. Um, listen to it on Spotify. But listen to it on Spotify. Make sure to like, make sure, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe to it for the times we can assist in the trigger learning industry for the last 30 months. We have a podcast worldwide. We take a potential podcast for inspiration. We know we should just start being a podcast. We have a potential podcast worldwide. We give you a five. Got that this episode. James. Bye. Bye. Don't listen to Professor. Buy what you want. Professor, jump off a cliff.